0: Complementary and Alternative Medicine. I'm Alan Smith in Plano, Texas, author of Unbreak Your Health, The Complete Guide to Complementary and Alternative Therapies. And tonight our topic is naturopathy and our guest is Dr. Lise Alshuler. Dr. Alshuler is a naturopathic physician with board certification in naturopathic oncology who's been in practice for 14 years. She currently serves as the president of the American Association of Naturopathic Physicians Dr. Alshuler has also authored many articles in professional and popular publications and co-authored The Definitive Guide to Cancer, An Integrative Approach to Prevention, Treatment, and Healing. 400 years ago, Jonathan Swift, the author of Gulliver's Travels, said the three best doctors in the world were Dr. Diet, Dr. Quiet, and Dr. Merriman. And today, the idea of what we eat and drink, the peace that we find within, and the joy that we find within life will have an impact on our health is still being discovered as something new. Is naturopathy in a similar situation, that what is old is becoming new again?
1: You know, in many ways it is. There's certainly the core beliefs and tenets of naturopathic medicine, such as what you mentioned, actually, that that our lifestyle really impacts our health and our well-being, as well as the belief in the power of nature and its various treasures to bring and restore health that there's an inherent sense of health and an ability to heal within each person. Those are very core values which are old and are certainly being resurrected. But there's also some newness to naturopathic medicine. I think that one of the things that's happening is as a as a society or as a global culture we've really advanced in our understanding of how things work. And As our scientific understanding of things advances, the way that we understand all of those old tenets is brought forward, too, so that now we can actually become a little more precise with some of those old therapies. We can disprove kind of old wives' tales. We can verify uh, the validity of long-time healing traditions. So there's definitely some newness in naturopathic medicine and, as well, some old traditions.
0: The first college of naturopathy opened in New York in 1905, so this really isn't something Justin Bennett, is it?
1: No, not at all. In fact, around that time, in the early 1900s, naturopathic medicine was really medicine, as we know now conventional medicine, and really with the certain sort of interest that, and and particularly among them, kind of a growing interest in finding miracle drugs and with the advent of antibiotics, that things got shifted to the beginnings of allopathic medicine, which is what we now refer to really as conventional medicine. Naturopathic medicine went underground for many years, but never died, and has been resurrected and really has enjoyed quite a sound resurrection and is considered one of the fastest-growing, healthiest complementary alternative medicine professions in the United States and actually around the world.
0: What is naturopathic medicine?
1: Well, naturopathic medicine is essentially based on the idea that there's an inherent capacity to heal that lies within each individual and that the job of the naturopathic physician is to utilize the least invasive, most natural therapies possible to stimulate that healing process. So that belief is at the core of naturopathic medicine. Building upon that belief, naturopathic medicine as a profession, encompasses a four-year naturopathic medical training, which is very analogous to conventional medical schools so that naturopathic physicians in training study the basic sciences, anatomy, physiology, we go into cadaver labs. We study biochemistry and so forth, and then we study what we call the clinical sciences. So we study how to use herbal therapies, nutrition, various kinds of physical therapies, diet, etc., to stimulate healing, to treat disease, And once we graduate from that accredited training program, we're eligible to sit for a national licensing examination, and we sit for that three-day board exam and then are eligible for licensure as a naturopathic physician. So the modern-day practice of naturopathic physician is really what we call sort of naturopathic primary care. It's it's really treating people who come in to see us interested in prevention, interested in wellness. Coming in with a particular disease, either acute or chronic, but seeking a natural approach that has a strong scientific basis to it and from a practitioner that bridges both worlds, bridges the natural world and bridges the conventional world. In
0: 1983, the World Health Organization actually recommended the integration of naturopathic medicine into conventional healthcare systems, didn't they?
1: They did, and we're waiting, actually, on a new report from the World Health Organization about naturopathic medicine, and I think that we're going to see those recommendations strengthened. So there's definitely an interest. What's actually kind of curious about that is, in the United States, the naturopathic medicine is fairly well defined. There's an accrediting agency called the Council on Naturopathic Medical Education, which is recognized by the Department of Health to accredit naturopathic medical training programs, and then people who graduate from those schools, as I mentioned earlier, can fit for the national licensing exam, and that really defines the profession of naturopathic medicine. But in many other countries around the world, that system has not been as clearly established. So part of what the World Health Organization is trying to do is to develop guidelines for other countries for practices that are very similar to what we're doing in the United States. And in fact, they're looking to the United States in many ways as an example.
0: Naturopathy uses many different tools to help people heal, like traditional Chinese medicine, Ayurveda, homeopathy, and such, in addition to mainstream medicine. How do you combine all of these different resources to meet
1: the needs of your patients? You know, that's a good question. I think that what you'll find is that naturopathic physicians are good generalists, so that really any naturopathic physician is able to treat a wide variety of issues, much like a family physician would. Of course, the treatment is different, and what you're asking is kind of how do we choose maybe what we use and what our approach is. And what some naturopathic physicians do is specialize in one area or another so that there may be some that really have an affinity for herbal medicine and tend to use a lot of herbal therapies as their primary therapy. Others do a lot of manual medicine, so they might do some various forms of adjustments and soft tissue work to address health issues. And then there are others that focus on diseases. Myself, for example, I'm a board-certified naturopathic oncologist, so I specialize primarily in treating people that have the diagnosis or have had the diagnosis of cancer. So it's really eclectic, and there's not really a rule as far as how naturopathic doctors choose what they use. But I think one of the things that is true across the board is that because we have so many different areas that we study, we recognize we can't be experts in all of it. So we tend to kind of narrow that just by our own comfort level, what we seem to be good at, what seems to work for us. So it's really quite possible for somebody to experience a very different treatment plan from one naturopathic doctor compared to another because of those individual variations.
0: Naturopathy believes in preempting illness, as you said, through attention to the maintenance of health. And when that isn't enough, then to treat first with supportive, benign therapies as much as possible. Isn't this a big contrast to most medicine in America today, which focuses on treatments and usually with prescription drugs?
1: It is. And, in fact, actually that's a good way to sort of unify in answer to your previous question. I think one thing that's common across all naturopathic providers is that all naturopathic physicians will address their patients' lifestyle. They'll give them some diet assessment and recommendations some exercise recommendations, recommendations around stress management and so forth. And the reason we all do that is because those things are fundamental to not only our health and wellness, but also to treating disease. And you're absolutely right that the vast majority of medicine that people now experience really is devoid of that entirely. You know, I think there's lots of reasons for that. Part of it is that physicians don't have training in those areas. Secondly, there's a lot of pressure on physician, conventional physicians in terms of time, given the way that we reimburse physicians. So there's counseling people about lifestyle takes time. So many conventional physicians don't have the time to give it. And thirdly, their training is really taken up in large part by very complex drugs and techniques that require a lot of their attention. So I think for that reason, since that's the predominant form of medicine, people are just not getting lifestyle recommendations. And that's very unfortunate because the big killers of us, cancer, heart disease, diabetes, are all preventable illnesses to some extent by lifestyle changes. So we really need to start focusing on that. I think that the current administration has recognized that on a federal level and is starting to put words in some of their stimulus packaging that might give some funding to look at these issues. And certainly the more that people demand it of their physicians, the more the healthcare system will have to change.
0: Speaking of time, naturopathic doctors are called doctors who listen to their patients because you spend so much more time with them. How does this help improve the outcomes?
1: You know, spending time with our patients and listening is absolutely critical and for several reasons. For one, people who come to see a physician are typically not feeling well. Some people come because they're well and they just want to stay well, but most people come because they're feeling ill in some way. And it's been shown actually in studies that simply the experience of telling their story and having somebody who has an educated ear really listen to their story in its full, from start to finish, is healing. So that's kind of one maybe side benefit or direct benefit, if you will. But secondly, it's very important from a naturopathic perspective for us to learn as much as we can about somebody's presenting symptom or illness because what we try to do is to understand the root cause of that illness. And in order to do that, we need to know a lot about the illness, so it takes time to learn. So, for example, if somebody were to come in with a rash... We would not simply ask about the rash, what makes it better, what makes it worse, although we would include that, but we would want to know about the patient's stress, which would obviously have us ask questions about their life and what they do for work and how they spend their time. We would need to know about their digestive system, what they eat, how well they digest it. We would need to know about their sleep patterns and so forth. And all of that is because we recognize that most rashes, have an underlying etiology that could be due to a nutrient deficiency. It could be due to a digestive difficulty. It could be due to stress imbalance, which is creating certain biochemical issues. So we have to, in order to get to that diagnosis, we have to learn a lot of information from each person.
0: Listeners, if you're enjoying this podcast, then you'll love my new book, the second edition of How to Unbreak Your Health is your map to the world of complementary and alternative therapies. It features a new user-friendly format and 339 new and updated listings in 150 different categories. And you can get it on Amazon.com or at your local bookstore. Food and, as you said, lifestyle are a big part of naturopathy, isn't it?
1: Food and lifestyle are a very fundamental part, absolutely. I think that I would be very surprised if somebody sought the care of a naturopathic physician and didn't leave with some part of a treatment plan relating to their diet and their lifestyle. Now, part of that might sound a little scary to people because these are hard things to change, but one of the things that naturopathic physicians are trained to do is to work with each person to come up with changes that are doable and to find ways to help and support people in making lifestyle changes that are sustainable so that people can actually become empowered about their health. So it's not going to be dramatic and drastic in most cases. In most cases, it'll be small steps leading to big changes.
0: Naturopathic physicians really treat the whole person then, don't they?
1: Naturopathic physicians do treat the whole person. That's one of our fundamental precepts. And in the example I gave about the rash, that's one way to understand that where we don't just deal with the skin like provide all the treatments related to skin health but really have to treat or look at the digestive function, connective tissue, health, stress management, all those sort of neurological function. Every other system of the body is related because we're all connected. We're all one body. So that's one way of understanding that. I think another way of looking at that is really taking that whole person concept and understanding that each of us lives in a world of relationships, So our health is not an isolated phenomenon in most cases. And naturopathic physicians are very interested in the kind of things that are happening in somebody's environment which may have impacted their health. So we typically will ask questions about their social support system. We'll ask questions about their environmental toxic exposure history. We'll ask questions about, you know, what their kind of daily habits are. So that's another way that we really treat each complaint from a whole person perspective.
0: As you said earlier, the popularity of prescription drugs almost made naturopathy extinct, but the last 30 years, it's really enjoyed a growing popularity. Is this because people are becoming more interested in natural healing today?
1: You know, I think that that people are becoming more interested, and I think there are several reasons for that. For one, with the advent of the Internet, people have become much more aware of options. And some of the dangers of commonly recommended conventional therapies. So I think the combination of understanding that not all drugs are benign, for example, and that there are other ways potentially to approach a particular symptom has given people the interest in looking for these alternatives. I think what the public is also demanding is they want to find those alternatives from providers who are knowledgeable in both those therapies but also in health and disease in the human body. So I think that's one of the reasons why naturopathic medicine in particular is such a rapidly growing and strongly emerging profession because we do combine that kind of scientific rigor with embracing the power of nature. This is a trend that's been very consistent for the last 10 years plus and is continues, so I think that this is not going to change. People will continue to demand sort of an integrated or holistic approach, at least to be included in their health care.
0: Are there certain types of health problems that naturopathy is especially good at treating?
1: There are. You know, I think where naturopathic physicians excel is in the treatment of chronic illnesses, illnesses that people live with, often in quite a bit of distress, things like chronic eczema chronic fatigue syndrome, uh, chronic irritable bowel syndrome, even more serious on a biochemical level diseases like diabetes, hypertension. Uh, those kind of things are very amenable to naturopathic approaches. Having said that, I wouldn't discount the value of naturopathic medicine for certain acute conditions if somebody has a cold or a respiratory tract infection or an acute rash naturopathic medicine, again, can be very effective. So it it certainly has its role in acute conditions where naturopathic medicine is not uh, appropriate, in my opinion, is for life-threatening, urgent situations, you know, poisoning or serious accidents, of course. We're not in the facilities typically. and don't have the training to deal with those conditions. And in some diseases, like cancer, it's often very appropriate to seek both naturopathic medicine and conventional care and so that the person with cancer receives an integrated approach. So those are some of the sort of areas in which naturopathic medicine excels. I guess another thing I would add is that uh, naturopathic physicians are very good at whole family care, so um, a lot of diseases that show up in our adulthood actually had their origins way back when we were children, and naturopathic physicians love to treat kids so that we can try to prevent things in a child that will really give them a much healthier life as an adult.
0: How many naturopathic doctors are there in America today?
1: Well, that's a good question, and unfortunately I don't have an exact count for you, but I can say that the American Association of Naturopathic Physicians represents close to 5,000 naturopathic physicians, and we're sort of spread out across the country, although we're not at this point licensed in every state in the United States. There are still qualified naturopathic physicians that can practice a form of naturopathic medicine in a state in which they're not licensed, but obviously they can't practice to the full extent of their training. But our profession is growing. We have legislative efforts across the country, and we're adding states, hopefully on an annual basis, although that is yet to be seen this year. But we have lots of states along the coast that are licensed and the spatterings in the Midwest.
0: How is naturopathy different from what's being called integrative medicine today?
1: Well, integrative medicine is a term that's also changing its definition, but most people when they're talking about integrative medicine are referring to integrating some degree of what used to be called complementary and alternative therapies, that's changing a little bit too, into conventional care. So integrative medicine can be done by one person. So there are some physicians that are trained as integrative physicians. They may do a residency in integrative medicine after their conventional training, and then when they treat patients, they treat using conventional therapies and some complementary therapies as they see fit. There are also certain institutions that will combine under one roof various provider types, so they might have conventional doctors, naturopathic doctors, acupuncturists, massage therapists, etc., all working together to good to of the patient, and that is another form of integrative medicine. So, naturopathic medicine is really a distinct approach to healthcare with our principles of healing and our the foundational beliefs of how we approach health and disease. The specific therapies that we learn and employ is what naturopathic medicine is, and that can, in many cases, be integrated into an established healthcare system to become part of an integrative healthcare.
0: What's the best way for someone to find a naturopathic physician?
1: I think the best way to find a qualified naturopathic physician is to go to the website of the American Association of Naturopathic Physicians, and it's a long word, which is unfortunate, but the website is www.naturopathic.org, which is N-A-T-U-R-O-P-A-T-H-I-C.org.
0: Dr. Al Schulder, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to talk with me about naturopathic medicine tonight.
1: Thank you very much.
0: And anyone wanting to learn more about naturopathic medicine should check out the AANP website, as the doctor said, at www.naturopathic.org. You've been listening to the podcast edition of Unbreak Your Health, discovering the world of hope and health known as complementary and alternative medicine. I'll be back next week with another edition, but to learn more about our guest today, please visit the podcast page at www.unbreakyourhealth.com. We'd love to hear from you about this program. Please send your questions and comments to info at unbreakyourhealth.com. This program is a joint production of Unbreak Your Health and Loving Healing Press. Thank you for listening. I'm Alan Smith. I look forward to being with you again soon.